did a lot of staring at the ceilings for the first <laughs> part of lockdown. I'm like, what's going to happen? I don't know. How long is this going to go on for? You know, feeling yeah. hard for yourself and baking yeah. cookies and things like that. But then you're kind of like, right, wh- what can we do? Let's let's move forward from here. It's Hopefully it's not going to be forever. I'm a kind of person. I don't know. I don't like really follow. I don't like following rules. I like doing things yeah. my own way. But, you know, um, yeah, sure. you know you, you've got to have discipline doing it. Hi there, you're listening to On The Rise. My name is Chris Jones and welcome to episode eight. Our guest this week is Clara Warner. She's a beauty therapist who decided to set up her own freelance business after the pandemic closed the hotels last year. We talk about how she decided to move to London to pursue her beauty career, being furloughed and voluntarily leaving her job at a top hotel spa to set up her business. Hope you enjoy our conversation. Before everything, you know, hit the roof of the pandemic, I worked in a hotel spa in the city, a very well-known one, um, and I was a spa therapist, beauty therapist, call you what you will, um, you know, everything from massages, waxing, nails, um, the whole shebang, um, facials, and basically the pandemic started and, you know, everyone's watching on TV and you're kind of like, oh, what's happening sort of thing. And you would kind of like make a joke, like, oh, what if it, what if it got too like really bad? They the, yeah. shut down the hotel. And unfortunately Remember. that that is what happened. Uh, so uh, starting off, basically everyone was on furlough. And then as things progress longer and longer, a whole lot of, I don't know what's happening. They don't know what's happening. No one knows what's happening, um, you know, whispers of redundancies and letting goes and yeah. uh, I don't know what's going on they don't know what's going on my manager <laughs> knows what's going on um, sort of uh, started happening yes uh, furlough and then whispers of redundancy sort of things going on um, the spa that I worked in it's a very small internet team um, probably you know a handful of six people only so many treatment rooms uh, so um were you in contact with them as well while this is going on? Did, did you, you know, were you all talking about what was happening? Yeah, they were very good with like, you know, hotel, you know, Zoom calls and things like that and, you yeah. know, um, updates there. I couldn't speak any more highly of this hotel. Um, honestly, they're very good with it. But again, no one knew what was going on. But to cut a long, very long story short, um, you know, the spa team, you know, we had to do, they had to do cutbacks. And yeah. kind of, it wasn't a situation where it was like, right, um, you know, we're drawing straws here and then <laughs> kind of the situation was like, um, you know, who's, you know, it was coming down to like qualifications and like sick days and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just kind of, um, it, it was kind of to a point where, you know, you were losing sleep over it and it was kind of, yeah. And to a situation where it was like, Oh, we'll let you know, next week, we'll let you know next week. And it kind of just got to a point where I said, you know, I can't really like, take the emotional stress of not knowing mm. um, because I'm, yeah. you know, I have to come first because at the end of the day, if, you know, you get let go of your job, you, you, you need to find a plan uh, B, C, D sort of situation. Yeah. Um, so then that's, that's, um, I decided to leave um, voluntarily and uh, start my own business. And I um, am now a mobile beauty therapist traveling all around London so I carry around a massage table and I come to your house and do treatments 
That's really cool. That's right. I was, you know, when you said that, I was sort of picturing it literally on the tube with a huge table. But I, bet, I guess you've got your own kind of setup and, and your own sort of bags and, and stuff. You're able to carry it around quite easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you will see me dragging things along the tube in rush hour, <laughs> things like that, and on the buses and yeah. catching Ubers all over the place, carrying things up steps and escalators and elevators. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> How's it been going then? Um, obviously, since then, because it's been a while since. Uh, well literally over a year since everything kind of you know grounded to a halt um so how's it been for you over the last few months obviously we've had lockdown now and just coming out of that in the next couple of weeks exactly so you know after the few lockdowns i've lost count of you know um you know it's been so skewed in a sense that you know you can do only so many things and you know things are opening and closing and then the beauty industry has kind of been uh, limited at the very beginning and then it kind of changed I even myself I, I you know I, I lost track of you know what I couldn't could not do um, but um, yeah. moving forward from now we just got out of lockdown what has it been now like a three three a month a month yeah now. something like that yeah exactly I started this back in uh, end of August so August, August September so we were out, out of lockdown then and I started then started there um, I wasn't really sure how it was going to turn out it was kind of a situation where it's like right I've left my job how am I going to pay my bills sort of situation <laughs> and yeah. you know the hospitality industry hit the heart one of the hardest and you know you couldn't I couldn't go and find another spa spa job you know yeah, absolutely yeah yeah um high street or um high street salon or a high street spa or a hotel spa like everything everyone was just letting go of people so that wasn't an option um yeah. so what i decided to do um was to sign up for a few mobile apps um beauty apps uh within the city of london and started from there and um, building clientele from um, those platforms, um, infiltrating like mums Facebook groups saying, hey, come <laughs> to your house and give you massages yeah. and like yeah, yeah, school, yeah. giving out flyers and things like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's been quite lucrative. Um, and to yeah. be honest with you, it's, it's only going up sort of to um, situation. And yeah. I'm still on those platforms and then also freelance for um, working with them and then have my own clientele. Um, so so cool. that, that's kind of what's been going on. That's cool. Did you ever do anything like that before the pandemic? Because I know you're obviously with it. You were within the hotel and you, you were with a team and, you know, you kind of all had each other's backs in a sense and now you know you're on your own yeah. Yeah. kind of making all these decisions for yourself so exactly it's kind of like a jump off the ship into yeah jump off the ship into the ocean on the deep end sort of thing and yeah. you're doing everything by yourself you have to you know schedule yourself have all your products time yourself um you know if a problem comes up you need to deal with it yourself um mm. so before i worked in a hotel spa i worked in a health club spa um before that a high street spa um spa beauty beauty salon and um yeah that's that's where i started out uh so being self-employed freelance um this is my um first time doing it you know you've got to start from somewhere to be honest with you it's not too much to be honest with you I think it's slightly easier than working in a hotel spa <laughs> because yeah. you're not only doing 
your, you know, your spa therapist job, you're doing front of house, you're doing cleaning, you're, you know, interacting with every single, uh, all the staff and basically all the ho- um, in, in the whole hotel, like interacting with the different teams and things like yeah. that. So yeah. um, uh, being being self-employed is uh, it's, a, it's a whole nother ball game, basically, because it's, you know, you yourself and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, though, um, because I I kind of had, um, well, not, not a similar story. I decided to freelance about two and a half years ago. Um, and this was a couple of years after I left uni and um, I'd done a couple of jobs up to that point and I realized that I wanted to start my own business and going into freelance is it, it sounds you know, obviously there's all the glamorous things about it like you can set your own rates and you can exactly. you know choose, you can essentially choose your own clients yeah <laughs> yeah I know yeah <laughs> it's like um all these things but at the same time you know it is kind of like whoa okay there's all these mm-hmm. other things like taxes and uh and you know actually yeah <laughs> yeah well but yeah these these things that I have to think about once a year and then you know don't think about again for, for a while um but I mean it's really it's really interesting actually how you know you've kind of ended up at this point um but just to sort of go back was was um beauty therapy something that you always had your eye on um but was it something that you thought okay yeah no this is exactly what what I'd like to focus on let's say um, at school or going into you know sort of your late teens uh so going way back let's say hold on it was 10 years ago when yeah. um, high school um I'm from Bermuda by the way so I, I I've been in London for about um nine years I feel like I'm saying nine years for forever now, <laughs> nine yeah. years now. um back in school uh finished high school I was never like an academic person at all like I had all the tutors in the world and everything like that still wasn't like nothing was happening for me didn't <laughs> didn't do didn't do too like well at all um in like my equivalent to my a levels i did ib um and uh i applied for uh art school um i had a really i had a really great um, art portfolio and at that point i wanted to study interior design and um art history and i was like hey this is this is this is is cool this is you know I've, i've got a niche for this i think i've got a good eye um I think I'm quite tactile I can do this and basically <laughs> uh, at the end of uh, my high school and um, you know getting my exam results um, didn't do too well didn't get into the universities I wanted to I applied to some um, UK universities didn't get into any of them because of my grades but I had this really great portfolio art portfolio um, so I ended up um, going to the States because they didn't do a gap year or anything like that. My parents were adamant that I go to college university because, you know, yeah. if, if you, you're not taking a gap year, what's, what's that <laughs> sort of thing? Um, so I went to school in the States. Um, I was in school in Atlanta. Um, I still studied um, interior design and art history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta, um, um, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, nice. I, did not, I did not like it at all. It was... Mm-hmm. <sighs> It wasn't, I, I met, I met some great people there, to be honest with you. Like the, you know, uh, the college was, they call it college, um, the college yeah. was great and everything like that. I met some great people, still friends with them until this day, but the city, everything's so far away from everything. And there's only so much you could do. And I felt like it wasn't, um, it didn't have 
the selection um, of things to do like London does, um, it, to put it in so many words, yeah. and to put it politely. Um, so anyways, I built up my portfolio, because that was still art school, uh, built up my portfolio, applied again to the schools that I wanted to in, um, in London, got into them. And as soon as I got into them, I packed my bags, went straight to, nice. um, went straight to London. <laughs> um, but I had, I had a few months in between. I went back to Bermuda, did a few bar jobs. Um, that was great. Built a lot of character doing that. Um, the late night work. Great, great fun. Anyways, um, went to London and then again, long story short, this isn't the course for me. So to be honest sure. with you, I did a lot of hopping around. I needed to do a lot of soul searching. I didn't know, you know, I feel like at 17, you know, I didn't know my head from my ass, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, yeah. So where was I? It was, it, was, it was a very emotional, like, I don't know what I want to do as a late teenager. Mm. Um, so I think I was back home during the summers and... Um, yeah, I was like, I really need to sit down and think what I want to do. Um, and my mother happens to be within um, the hair and beauty industry. So um, I guess I can, you know, I got inspiration, gauge inspiration from that. Uh, and so then, you know, did my research again in London, did my beauty degree, a few of them. And I was like, this is for me. Definitely. I like doing this. Cool. Um, not only did I do my beauty degree, um, a beauty course I did my spa course as well and then did um, some advanced courses such as um, chemical peels and laser hair removal and things like that so um, it was something that obviously I invested a lot of um, you know time and money in um, because I knew I wanted to stay in the industry and um, here I am still still today so that that's kind of my <laughs> backstory and yeah. how I got to it's a long it was never a situation where it was like yes let's I got my great grades you know I got into you know my second choice university no it didn't happen yeah. like that. it yeah. was a lot of a lot of pressure of I think it was just a lot of pressure at the time like you need to choose something and and stick with it and then it's just mm. kind of like you didn't know any better because you know mm. if I did something like I don't know business or I'm like I don't, I don't even know what that means to like <laughs> you know yeah. um, so so yeah I'm quite happy where I am now and I do plan on staying in it uh, but again that was years and years ago so um, yeah of course yeah so, you know you know the first and second time isn't always you know, um, you're not going to nail the nail it on the head. Definitely. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's something that um, I think so many people, I mean, especially that age as well, because mm -hmm. everyone's asking you, you know, what, what are you thinking of doing? Um, and it's almost like, okay, well, life, life is going quite quickly for me anyway. Like I remember being that age and thinking, okay, well, I kind of know that I want to go to university because, uh, you know, most of my friends are thinking of going to university and then I go and yeah, <laughs> it's like, it just seems like the thing. Um, but, you know, I, I totally get with what you're saying is because, you know, it, there are some people who, who don't know at that age, you know, they, it, it's like you said, they don't have a straight, okay, I'm going to choose this and stick with this. It's almost like, you know, people need to find something that, you know what number one they enjoy and number two they're good at and it sounds like you know you sort of you found that after you know having you know 
the experience you had with sort of maybe trying one thing and then going no that's totally not for me and then going something else and then you know perhaps you know on on try three or or four you think okay actually no that actually really clicks and that resonates with me as something that I know that I can carry on doing for at least some you know stretch of time exactly and um, also I I do realize that I was very I was lucky to be in a situation where I was able to um, say, you know, I don't like this, let me try something else. And I know that's a yeah. situation um, that a lot of people are not in. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I was able to be able to an extent pick and choose what I wanted to do and what not to do. Um, yeah. And be able to, you know, hop on a plane from, you know, the States and go to um, London. Um, so then again, I, I am very, um, I'm very aware of that. Um, not yeah. That's that opportunity, and um, yeah, that's great. Do that definitely. Yeah, what was going through your mind though on, on the plane to London? We, we was it almost like okay, I've, I've dropped my dropped everything here. I'm I'm now going and, and I'm taking this route. What, what was going through your mind on that flight? Well, mind you, I had never been to London. Okay, yeah. So I just know that was the place to be. If you could make it in London, you could make it anywhere. Sort of situation. <laughs> that was like, but to um, to bring it back again, uh, when I was young and naive. Uh, I don't know if you know the um, show Skins. Yeah. Anyway, it's a series. Um, I don't know if they're doing any, but it's quite, it's quite um, seasoned. And um, it's basically a bunch of like kids doing their, like, their GCSEs and things like that. And um, I think it was GCSEs they were doing. Anyways, it seems yeah, like a long okay. time ago. And <laughs> it was, like, very free and liberal. And there's like a lot of drinking. And I was like swearing. I was like, wow, is this what they're like in the UK? Is this what London is? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, basically, I was like, is this even set in London? Anyways, but <laughs> there, when I was watching, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. This is, I, I have, I've got to go there. But anyways, the plane, I'm from the States going to London. Um, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't like nervous or anything like that. Obviously, it was a, a massive cultural change and, um, yeah. you know, different mindsets of people and, you know, going to class with, um you know people from all over the place and the plethora of cultures um I, I wasn't too worried about it I'm kind of you know if, if we're gonna do it do it I wasn't you know thinking like yeah. this you know Bermuda and things like that what about my friends and like yeah I'll see you guys you know in you know a year's time or something like that so yeah sure um, I, I wasn't too apprehensive about it it was just yeah like, I got myself and go I've got to do it <laughs> and see where it goes <laughs> yeah and did you think you were going to stay for um, as long as you have done? Was there something in your mind? Okay, I'm going to stay for at least this amount of time. Or do you think? So staying in London. It wasn't, for, yeah. For now it's nine, nine years. Uh, I know I didn't want to go back to Bermuda. Um, I, I, I love it. Like, I think it's great for vacation. Um lovely weather and things like that um but in terms of what i do now in terms of beauty there's it's only it's so limited in um mm. in bermuda it's it's very small it's sixty thousand people you know it's it's you know sixty five thousand people and you know wow. 20 20 miles long and the opportunities that i basically have there are um you know we only have a handful of um you know five-star hotel spas yeah. and um you know, I can't move about. Uh, I wouldn't be able to move about, um, and you know, it would be limited. So, um, 
you know, the, the opportunities in London are endless. So, um, you know, I, I felt like I, I started off, you know, when I was on my job search, um, when I finished my, um, my course and my additional courses, you know, I was, you know, on that job search and anywhere and everywhere. And I was like dropping it <laughs> in center. Like I was like, I thought I've got these great qualifications, hire me. And then, um, that, that was the end of the story really. And, um, I, I never looked back about going home. I, I plan on staying in London. I feel like I'm a city person. Like, I feel like when, when people are like, oh, would you ever consider moving somewhere else in, you know, um, I don't know, like Manchester or Leeds. And I'm just like, I, no, I want to go to another <laughs> city. It's like, no, I love London. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be staying, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the, the North. Like, I've got, you know, nothing bad to say about the North, but I'm not a Southerner <laughs> through and through. So London's for me as well. <laughs> Exactly. yeah um so uh what's kind of um what's been the biggest learning curve for you then over the past few years what do you think um what do you think you've learned the most obviously apart from the whole covid situation what must have brought about a lot of um kind of reflection on you and what you're doing but what, what do you think you know having had a few years of experience what was kind of like the biggest thing you've you've kind of learned either about yourself about your job um, uh, I feel like with with my job. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the job um, parts first. Um, I feel like in terms of the beauty industry, it it's got so many opportunities. Um, obviously, they're just they're growing more again because you know the pandemic, everything was shut down and things like that. However, yeah. I feel like. Um, if I, you know, the mobile uh, beauty therapy didn't work out, I could always, you know, find something part-time or full-time wherever, um, wherever I wanted to in, in London, to be honest with you, whether it be like a medical spa or mm. a hotel spa or a high street salon or a laser clinic, um, you know, the list goes on and on. And Just because uh, the amount of opportunities, right? Exactly. And, you know, I just didn't do my basic beauty therapy. I did, you know, this was a two year course. Not only was it um, beauty in terms of aesthetics. So it's basically split between two aesthetics, which is more um, face, facial makeup, waxing, um, more like superficial things. And then it's uh, the other side of it is holistic and body. So that's more of your massages and your wraps, exfoliants and, you know, um, things like that. Um, I did both of those. And then I went on to my, do my spa diploma. And then that's also transferable, um, you know, that's recognized um, everywhere. So if I felt like getting up and going and moving to, I, I don't know, Spain or something like that, I, could, I don't speak Spanish, but <laughs> that'll be helpful. <laughs> I, I could go and do that. So I'm really glad that I took the time out, not just to do the bare minimum beauty therapy, which a lot of people do think it's just kind yeah. of, oh yeah, let me paint some nails and things like that. And, um, yeah, and ju just do massages or exactly. just do eyelashes. And, exactly. And, and you can do that if that's what you want to do. But, um, you know, if, if it was ever a situation 
where I don't know, like COVID again, and I needed to move back to Bermuda or I moved to, there's an opportunity somewhere else, like seasonal work somewhere, and I had to take it, I would be able to do that. So I felt like um, investing in, you know, whatever course you want to do or, um, you know, study that you want to do, do it properly and not half-ass it. Um, and I, I feel like you know, over the last you know few years, I'm glad that you know I put 101% into it because I can do anything with it. Um, in terms of personal, um, you know, reflection and growth and things like that, I, I to be honest with you, I I do think I'm still pretty much the same person, but with um, being self-employed, I feel like you've got to force yourself to not only um stay within your beauty or you know any whatever 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 you excel in or whatever you um work in um you can't stay in your bubble you've kind of got to you know get out there and absolutely what else is out there because you know being self-employed you've got to you know market yourself somehow make your yeah. connections yeah totally um, because you can be you know fantastic at your job but how are you going to get out there um, so, you know, I've kind of had to fit, like force myself to look at like business terms and marketing things and like investments <laughs> in Bitcoin, what's, what's a loan and things like that. So it's kind of forced me to, yeah. you know, really put things in perspective. It's kind of like, right, you know, there's like words that you hear floating about and things like that. And it's like, right, yeah. I really have to pay attention to see what's going on yes. um, now because it's, you know, it's not, um, a situation where you're working for someone and then you know they kind of not not baby you but you know you've got some sort of security but where it's for yourself it's kind of like you can you can really hit a bump there if you're not you know aware of what's going on um you know being on social media a lot you've got to see you know the new things what's 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 new what's sexy um yeah. therapy in, in my yeah. realm see what other therapists are doing keeping up still with hotel spas and yeah keeping up to date with it like uh, competition anything like that so you know you've got to keep on your toes yeah yeah exactly so in case someone comes to you and says oh what's this i i read up about this you're not kind of like oh, i don't know what that is um so uh yeah it, it's you know keeping up to date keeping refreshed um being in the know uh I, I think that that's you know that's been kind of the last year and a half sort of um, yeah there's quite a lot to take on in a year and a half you know, yeah it's kind of like you've almost been forced to okay I yeah, exactly now have to so even yeah, look at this do this okay you know it's fine that i didn't know but to be honest with you
I did a lot of staring at the ceilings for the first <laughs> part of lockdown. I'm like, what's going to happen? I don't know. How long is this going to go on for? You know, feeling yeah. hard for yourself and baking yeah. cookies and things like that. But then you're kind of like, right, wh- what can we do? Let's let's move forward from here. It's Hopefully it's not going to be forever. When we get out of this, let's, you know, let's make something of it. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I voluntarily left my job. Um, you know, my full-time job and now this being um, self-employed and freelance for um, for mobile beauty um, platforms, you know, it's really working for me. I'm, I'm glad that I did it because um, I'm a kind of person, I don't know, I don't like really follow, I don't like following rules. I like doing things yeah. my own way, but, you know, um, yeah, sure. you know you, you've got to have discipline doing it. Totally. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, because you've got no one, you are your own boss. So I guess that's something really different from, you know, let's say your day to day now is, you know, quite different. You know, not not obviously with like the practice of actually, you know, doing those therapies for people, because that's, you know, I'm guessing it's mostly the same of what you've learned. You've you've done that in hotels and now you're doing that with your own business. But it's kind of like, you know, having the mindset of, you know, the sort of self-motivation rather than, you know, in your team, having the managers, having the bosses, having the, you know, chain, well, I don't know if it was a hotel chain, but, you know, big sort of big hotel kind of expectations and the standards kind of looking at you when you're doing it. Now you just have your own standards and, you know, it's not like you want to lower it because, you know, yeah. You're able to, you know, I'm glad I had those experiences because I've, I've been able to pick and choose what I want from, especially working in hotel spas. Um, Yeah, definitely obviously a very high quality I like to um, carry out however like you know the protocols and things like that you are allowed to be like oh I kind of like that or I don't I didn't like that sort of situation so yeah. I, I you know getting the experience I'm glad I I'm really glad I did it um if anything if I were to go back I, I don't want to I don't have any plans to but you know never say never um I would probably go part-time back into a hotel spa because you know protocols in each hotel is completely different um, in terms of their yeah. standards and things like that. Um, of course, they're very high, um, but um, in in terms of five star hotel spas um, and five star hotels, but um, luxury hotels, whatever you want to call it. Um, but like I said, uh, everywhere is completely different, and um, I, I'm really glad I had that opportunity to take from that. You know, obviously, if there was someone else. Uh, let's say another not you but another sort of you know 16 to 18 year old thinking okay I'm I'm now thinking about my future Mm -hmm. um and I want to go into the beauty industry I want to go into the hospitality industry um what would be you know kind of like the number one sort of piece of advice at the moment that you would give or put another way sort of if you were to start again from that point you know which route would you take not the fastest but like which route would be sort of like the richest way of going sort of in, in terms of like experience that sort of thing all right um if you're going into the beauty industry you have to want to do it, it <laughs> you have i can't stress it enough because your client your manager your teammates your um everyone's going to know if you hate doing your job, you don't want to do that wax. You don't want to do that massage. You don't want to do the eyebrow tint. You don't want to, you know, <laughs> the, the treatments are endless. Um, I, I forget what I do, but I mean, um, you, you have to want to do it. It's a 
front of house, people, person, face forward um, um, job. Um, you know, you have to be able to communicate. Um, you know, you have to be a you know personable person, um, and it is very hard work uh, if you want to do. Um, a lot of people start off going on cruise ships for their nine month contracts for spas. That's I've, I haven't done it, um, but I've heard it is a hell of a lot of work. If you want to do um, go down the yachting, um, luxury yeah. yachts, um, that's even more work. Um, and you're not just doing your spa. Um, you're doing stewardess jobs as well. Um, you know, I've got I've got friends that tell me because they're like all over the place. If you want to do, you know, department store counter, a lot of work, any aspect of it. Be prepared to work weekends, late nights. Um, yeah. You know, it's you know antisocial hours and things like that. Um, but you know, once you find somewhere that you you enjoy, um, it's 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 you know it's hard work, but it's fun. Um, and in terms of, you know, if, if um, like where to start in terms of the beauty industry, if you want to go college, um, you know, pick, pick a college and things like that, just make sure it's yeah. an accredited uh, beauty course. Uh, a lot of people just want to do eyebrows and eyelashes, absolutely fine. Do a proper course, practice, practice, practice. I can't stress that enough. Uh, I did everything underneath the sun and I do not exercise half of the things that I do. Uh, <laughs> I think more the case why I did it is because just to have the knowledge to do it, uh, particularly, for example, I don't like doing eyebrow extensions because uh, it's just too much faff for me. Simple as that. Um, I feel like, you know, once you start, have a little feel of, you know, if you want to be body or more aesthetics sort of situation and then, um, if you're, if you're able to, you know, dive in more into something that you find you want a niche for, do that. Um, and, and, and then go from there. Um, to be honest with you, like I said, the, the industry is so vast. Um, you know, of course you, you can, if you just want to do nails, that's an art in itself. I, get, I don't touch nails because that is a whole other <laughs> ball game. If you just want to do makeup, go for it, do it properly, and and then go from there. Definitely. Awesome. And uh, I think yeah, it's that's something else to kind of consider as well. Not just in uh, beauty, but I think in in every kind of profession as well. Is that when you're training for it, is to consider you know the uh, not necessarily the negatives, but to consider the amount of hard work that you do need to do for it um because because again you know uh, it's like you said some people will have kind of a sort of i don't know not rose well yeah rose tinted might might be the expression for it like a, a very sort of pretty picture of what goes mm -hmm. on but you know it, it's like you know we both know that um like freelancing for instance like there's a lot of stuff that other people see and then there's all the stuff that's like it's the tip of the iceberg then it's the whole iceberg underneath. it looks very glamorous <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i might show up to uh, work like this but on the inside i've been sweating and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah, volcano going on exactly. um yeah but like um not to put a downer on it but do you remember like what's the worst day you've had on the job? I think it, when 
whenever you get a customer complaint, you take it serious. Oh, no, no, you should take it seriously, but <laughs> take it. Um, I, I think it is something to take personal to an extent. Um, mm. I think uh, I think anyone that you know you've done a treatment on someone and they didn't like it, and you want to know why they don't like it. Um, and to be honest, you have those people that you know you you want to you know make everyone happy. You want to impress everyone, but you know yeah. the, re- the reality is is that you're not going to impress everyone. You impress everyone, yeah. Um, but I think maybe like, the first time I got a customer complaint, I think I felt kind of you know I hid in the back with like my tail <laughs> in between my legs, sort of situation. Yeah. Um, but I think you know but that, that, you know these things happen in the industry and it's kind of like yeah. take it as a you know take take it and just kind of go with it and roll with it and then if you could learn something from it then fine um and then, and then go from there um moving on but uh i think the worst day i think when i was training in beauty school um we had a client salon so so part of our assessment was that we had paying clients come into our beauty school salon and they would sign a piece of paper saying this is a student so if something happens like that, that's on you if you want to pay yeah. pounds for it like a disclaimer yeah <laughs> and I still, still lose sleep till this day I waxed off half of someone's eye and I tell this story to everyone I'm not even joking so like my friends that will see it they'll be like I like I tell the story to everyone and I I didn't know how to take it because you're really nervous because you're kind of like, oh, it's a, it's a paid client. And, you know, you're just, yeah. you're in your, your course for the first year and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so nerve wracking. It's like, whacking <laughs> an eyebrow. And then you're kind of like, right, what do I do? Do I tell them? Do I go out and tell the tutor? What, I don't know what to say. How do I fix this? Am I going to have to color it in? And you're panicking and you're, you're <laughs> crying. And you're just like, no, I've got to be professional. I still have nightmares about it. And I don't do <laughs> again. Some people love it, love, and that's all they do. And it's a very yeah. business doing just eyebrows, doing whatever to them. And uh, <laughs> till this day, I think I think that's possibly um, the worst um, thing thing that's happened. To be honest, yeah, yeah. And uh, the bad things are always they're they're so they're hilarious whatever they whenever they do happen yeah. I don't I was gonna say you didn't wax the other one to make it even <laughs> I'm so scared to um touch anything else I went out <laughs> and I, was, I was like you have to go in there oh, yeah. I've had I've had enough I can't deal with it. yeah 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 of course I mean yeah it's like um because obviously like they've come in uh <laughs> and this goes for any sort of spa or therapy yeah. isn't it like they go in um and it's as far as they're concerned they're they're just getting treatment um they know they're getting it from a person but but they could see they're getting it from like a business or something but for you it's of course it's like a personal thing you know it's like it's a you know personal therapy treatment like it's your skill it's your skills going into it uh and then if something does go wrong i can totally understand why you oh my god like why like (laughs) yeah i feel that just goes for any job to be honest with you and you're you're just if you're just training for a job and you know they let you have a bit of um you know leeway a bit of freedom and then you like you fuck up. kind of like where yeah. what do I do I'm like I'm so sorry but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day always always they, they sign some papers it's fine so. yeah yeah they can't sue or anything so they're all good <laughs> I know these things do do happen in um you know not, not just 
um, student spas, but you know, um, any spas, any um, salon, you know, accidents happen, you know. You yeah, burn, yeah, nobody's perfect. You burn, yeah. you burn someone by mistake or you take off too much <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, you know, just, just some simple things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so what's the, what's the best day then you've had? Think about what was like the number one day we thought, oh my god, I want to do this for the rest of my life, or like where did you go away feeling like on top of the world? What's like the number one best day you've had? I, I think it's a lot of those days. Uh, That's good. <laughs> I That's think, good. Um, clients that come back to your repeat clients, um, and mm. clients that I have, you know, um, I have a few clients that I have, you know, every week. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. You know, building up a clientele, and they're like, "Clara, that felt amazing. I, you know, I feel a lot better. Nice. Like I feel less stressed and things like this. Or that facial was really good, or that massage was really good. Um, you know, uh, you know, I take that to heart, sort of thing, because I do enjoy uh, my profession, and I do want people to come back, and I do want people to tell their friends and things yeah. like that and you know not not only that it's fantastic because you know I've got you know I can pay for my groceries next week and things like yeah. that it's as simple as that yeah. um you know when people leave reviews things like that I, I like constantly stock those I'm like yeah like let's see what they said I'm like and, you know <laughs> and I just yeah. feel like that with any job when someone says you know someone like gasses you up you're kind of like yes thank you I know I'm really good but I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th I think you know, the, those things that happen often, those are always, I feel like the extra special days. Um, and um, especially my job, um, just making them feel better, like physically, um, I'm able to have yeah. that, you know, opportunity to, you know, something could be as intimate as, you know, giving them a massage in their homes, which is, you know, I think it's a bit daunting inviting someone into your house that you possibly may not know. And yeah. then, you know, um, being semi dressed and things like that, and people just touch, so some people just don't like being touched and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I appreciate it when, you know, clients, you know, they tell me personal things. So I feel like you're um, a lot more vulnerable. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. Me. A lot yeah. more vulnerable when you know when you know you're with someone in your house you're seeing them every week and things like that and you build this relationship with them yeah um, absolutely so, so i definitely feel um those are those are the highlights of you know those are kind of like weekly sort of things and yeah i'm quite happy for those so yeah no that's great i think um a lot of people well especially now i think um they're saying that people are far more in tune with their mental and physical health now than they were perhaps like a year ago so I mean I wish you all the very best with your business anyway I mean I but I really do hope it's booming in like this you know in two or three months time and I think it will be yeah. so what is what's what is next for you are you gonna expand or you're just gonna keep going with the clients you've got uh, to be honest with you right now my main focus is getting back onto my feet um in terms of after COVID I'm going to try and um build up as much revenue and clientele um for the next at least till the end of the year like I said get yeah. back on my feet um expand on my treatment menu in terms of different massages because that's where I find that is most popular which are massages um I yeah. offer massages and facials um at the moment because I find that's easier for me to travel around London with um yeah. and uh less hassle for me um I think just focusing on expanding on treatment, uh, like I said, menus, yeah. and then um, trying to make 
um, the experience more accessible for people. So what I've done now is I've got set hours, I work seven days a week. Um, uh, I'm trying, and I've got set hours. What I'm trying to do, what I've done recently is out, um, out of office hours. Um, so before eight o'clock in the morning, um, so eight o'clock is when I start and then generally at eight o'clock at night, that's where I take my last client or before that. Um, if someone wants something really early in the morning or really late at night, that's something new that I would offer. Um, I think expanding like on social media more, I want to work on that in terms of marketing myself better. I do want to try and, you know, get into that realm of trying to understand like the more business side yeah of things and how to get out there like I said um you know I kind of infiltrate mum's Facebook group <laughs> and yeah. like, let me come to your house and like community pages and things like that I'll just not spam them but I'm just like hi there I'm here you know great for busy people I come to your house for my hours and things like that um but how can we make that better um and uh that's what I'm trying to work on I think within the next um, next expense to you know the end of the year and going from there but like I said trying to get back on my feet right now and um, to be honest with you it's, it's getting better every every week uh. thanks for downloading or streaming On The Rise On The Rise is produced by Giggle and hosted by me Chris Jones thanks to our guest Clara Warner for appearing this week a big shout out as always to Robbie Wills who composed all the original music used in this episode if you aren't already, please consider following On The Rise wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Giggle on social media at Get Giggle, where you'll find clips and extra content from these episodes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>